Hello, 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 and welcome to another Win Daily Sports Show. My name is Michael Vazil, and I am graced by the presence of our one and only founder, Jason Mizrahi. We are here talking NFL betting lines against the spread, the totals. We have it all. C is usually here with me, but unfortunately, C can't today. So then Nick's usually here with me, and Nick, uh, he's doing some stuff. He wants so much goddamn money, he doesn't even need to be here anymore. So you know what? I get the one and only Jason Mizrahi. Jason, how you doing today, buddy? I love to be the backup to the backup. Backup man. I'm, to I'm the, the backup. Third stringer now. Not I'm bad, the third man. string quarterback. Come on, what? For, think of it. What, college what football. Am I on? Am college, I on you're the... Alabama. You're Alabama. You're third string Alabama. You're like Bear Bryant's grandson or some shit. It could be way worse, man. Take it for what it is. Enjoy it. You get all the girls. You're the quarterback of Alabama. Just you don't have to tell them you're third string. That's all. There we go. There we go, man. Let's let's do this. Not too bad. So Jason and I will be talking about the week eleven. NFL against the spread lines. We're going to be going over game by game, giving you some knowledge, dropping a little information for you. If Jason really likes a stack here and there, maybe he could sprinkle in on that DFS, a little fantasy football for you. That's always fun. But more importantly, make sure to follow us at Windaily Sports. Make sure to go to windailysports.com backslash chat. You get seven free days in that expert discord chat and also don't forget sports betting membership we got it we're winning money that's what it's here for we got our house capper steve he's been doing his thing and we appreciate the hell out of him and we make sure that you're always winning here at win daily with us change your game change your life so jason let's get into this we'll start with thursday night because you know it's only a day away uh we have the cardinals we have the seahawks a oh, line opened at five and a half for the the uh, seahawks at home it's now down to three and a half it's 50 50 split on the bets a couple more dollars coming in on the cardinals we saw this game once before it was absolutely wicked it was wild seahawks were up by like 10 points in the fourth quarter only a couple minutes left somehow end up losing that game that defense is literally literally one of the worst defenses of all time which is absolutely fantastic talk to me a little bit how you leaning seahawks minus three and a half this game uh, helped me win a bunch of money last time because it's a game that I stacked up in DFS, and this game was a shootout. It was probably one of the most exciting games of the season so far. You know, the the Seahawks are really missing Chris Carson. Ever since he went out, they have not the same team. Their offense hasn't been as explosive. And the Cardinals have been playing really good ball, man. Kyler Murray has done it with Hopkins, without Hopkins, with Kenny Drake, without Kenny Drake. The team fights. They're a great team. This is a must win for Seattle, though. So, like, Seattle has to win this game after dropping a couple of them. Russell Wilson was the the front runner for MVP. This might decide the MVP right here, you know, because if he keeps on losing games, he's probably not the leader in the house anymore. It's got to be Patrick Mahomes here. That's what I put my money on. But this game's tight, man. My heart wants me to go with the Cardinals. My brain is telling me the Seahawks at home. You know, if they really had the home crowd behind them, this would be an easy decision for me. But the Cardinals are playing hot, so it's a toss-up. Definitely a game that I want to watch. I think the over is the the bet that everybody wants to make because they just want to get all that action. Fifty-seven and a half. It's a lot, but a lot That's of games been going like like thirty-four well, to forty. You yeah. know, this game shot up over sixty last time. I remember that. Mm-hmm. So I think you still go the over. I think you can go with the Cardinals here as the dogs. But what do you got going? Yeah, I think I'm leaning Cardinals three and a half. Um, it's the hook that gets me. I think this is kind of a three-point game. We'll see what happens, but it's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun. I totally agree. This is a Thursday night game that I'm excited to see. I want the over. I mean, who the hell doesn't love rooting for points? But 57 and a half is so, so, so many points. And actually, we have most of the money coming in on the under over 60%. So maybe not most, but significant portion of the money is coming in on the under with less bets. 
So that just means there are, there's bigger pieces of that pie coming in on the under for those bets. So I don't want to take the under Thursday night games are weird. Uh, so we'll see what happens, but it, I will probably lean Cardinals at three and a half and I'll probably just root for all the points. I think it's more fun that way anyway. Yeah, you got to check the weather. It looks like there's potential. It's Seattle. It always rains out there. It looks like there's some potential for some rain out there. So if it does rain, that might slow down both these offenses. And I think Seattle has to try to control, you know, Kyler Murray and control the clock. And maybe even without Chris Carson, they're getting, you know, Carlos Hyde back most likely. Alex Collins looked all right last week. So I think they're going to try to run the ball. So, you know, the under of the rain is going to go ahead and, you know, be a real threat to the both offenses. You know, you might want to lock in that under right now before the weather parts become worse than they are right now. Yes, I like that. And then there was one prop that I saw earlier today. can't remember the book that it was on, but Kyler Murray over under 285, I want to say, passing yards. The Seahawks could potentially be down their top two cornerbacks, which means DeAndre Hopkins all day, Christian Kirk. All day, and then Kyler Murray is going to be running the ball as well. So I wouldn't be surprised if he puts up 400 total yards of offense. 400, whoa, hey, man. whoa, 300, whoa, 300 whoa. over the air, 100 on the ground. I mean, oh, there you this, go, yeah, total this, yards. Total, yeah, total, yeah, total, yeah, okay. total. I mean, honestly, 400 passing wouldn't be that crazy if we're thinking about it. I mean, if Josh Allen can do it. Why the hell can't Kyler Murray, right? But we will see what happens. All right, let's move on to the Sunday main slate of games. A lot more one o'clocks this week. Last week was wicked and weird because we had the Masters, but it was a lot of fun that late night. You know, kind of going into the late evening. Now it's getting dark here on the East Coast very early. But this first one, battle of uh, playoff teams left from last year from the AFC. We have the Titans. We have the Ravens. This game's in Baltimore. Ravens favored by six, six and a half, depending on the book you're looking at. We have 65% of the bets coming in on the Titans, 60% of the money coming in on the Titans. And we have an over-under of 49 with 90% of the money coming in on the over. We just saw what Damian Harris was able to do to this Baltimore defense, knowing they were just going to run the ball the whole time. And he was still able to put up 120 yards on the ground. Your boy, Derrick Henry, you've been, you've been loving him all year. I mean, is this just another smash spot? Did the Titans just do what they did in the playoffs? Or is it the Ravens capable of actually winning a game? Ravens look bad, man. This they offense, look the bad. offense looks really bad, and it, it tells you who's got the clout right now. It's it's Brady, it's Mahomes, it's not Lamar, man. He doesn't have enough weapons still. Like his run game that was so prolific last year is what Kyler Murray's doing. He's not doing it anymore. And if he's not going to be really a threat to run the ball, who does he really have? He has Mark Andrews. He has Hollywood Brown, who's not that great, man. It's not like. It's not a one-two punch that's really going to break down defenses. If he's not running the ball, takes a lot away from you know their allure as an offense, as a team. Their defense was playing well, but not great. And if you can't stop the Patriots, not saying that Tannehill and Henry are so much better than the Patriots right now, but they're definitely better they have more weapons with AJ Brown and stuff like that. So look, six and a half is a lot of points, you know. So I'm going to lean with the Titans here. And the over-under at 49, look, I don't, I'm not sure about over because the Ravens are not trying to put up, you know, a 30-point game. So they're going to try to slow down the clock. And if the Titans get the lead, because the Titans' offense, they've sputtered a little bit as of late too. Their defense is terrible though, so that's why the over-under is where it's at. But if Derrick Henry can control the clock, I, I do like the under here as well. You know, there's, there's a lot of smart money behind it, so I can see where they're going with this bet. 
Yeah, I 100 percent agree with you. I think Titans uh, plus six and a half. I think that's a pretty uh, and I don't want to say it's a pretty easy bet because that's when we uh, that's when we do the things that we do. And, you know, of course, lock of the century right now. Um, you know, I definitely definitely think Titans plus six and a half. I actually do think the over I don't think the Ravens defense is getting healthier, but still not nearly as good as we all kind of presumed and assumed it was going to be. Um and then the Titans defense is just pretty much bad, just straight up bad. One thing I will say is I agree with you. Mark Andrews and Hollywood Brown aren't the most prolific one-two punch. But if Lamar Jackson could hit a ball down the field, it would be a much more prolific one-two punch. I mean, Hollywood Brown burns people. It feels like every other play. Jackson just can't hit him with a deep pass at all to save his life this year. Last year, he could at least hit one out of every three. This year, it feels like I don't even remember him hitting one this year. It's been absolutely crazy. So hopefully they can figure that out. I do think Titans plus six and a half. Honestly, might sprinkle a little money line on the Titans on that. Just, just a sprinkle. Just they burned me, burn me last week. I'm still remembering Look, that. The, Titans the Ravens. Team, yeah. I had the Ravens in a five-team parlay last week. Just the money line. They burned me. So I want to get them back. I want to get them back. Screwed us last week. I thought the Titans versus Colts. Like, I thought that was a lock, man. But that line moved. I've never seen a line move so quickly and with no injuries. It's like nothing changed. It, it opened two points one way, ended up two points the other way. It's a big line move for a game that I thought was too fishy, but I still I took the bait and it came down to the kicking game, man. I, it came down to the kicking game and one bad kick led to one block kick, yep. led to a missed field goal, and then the game was over yep. and there was no chance. Even though they were dominating the entire first half and it looked clean, it just went south real quick. So I don't know, the Titans aren't you know, Ryan Tannehill is not the best, you know, quarterback back there. He's more of a game manager. If Derrick Henry's not running the ball well, it's going to be a tough game. But six and a half, the way the Ravens offense look, I think it's the right play. I completely agree. And don't forget, you can find and listen to the Wind Daily Sports Show on Sirius XM. Jason and Sia, both my partners in crime, they, they do a show by themselves, which is kind of nice. Thanks for the invite, guys. On Saturday nights, 11 o'clock on Sirius Next XM, up, Fantasy Next Sports up. Radio. Don't worry, I get my shine. Monday mornings, Jason and I do a nice little show to talk about the Monday showdown, throw down, whatever that Monday night game is. We'll, we will get there. Do not worry here to talk a little bit of betting, but Sia and Jason go over a lot of this stuff one more time for you. So definitely make sure to check us out there as well. Um, yeah, I'm on Titans plus six and a half. I'm on the over just because I'm rooting for the points. 55% of the bets on the over, 90% of the money. So a lot of whales in on that one. So that one is fun. Uh, you're talking about line movement. We're going to get to a game in a little bit where you'll see pretty much almost a touchdown line movement so far, which you do not see. This isn't college. This is the NFL. So let's move on. We have the Matt Patricia Lions. I mean, I think the bet here should be, does Matt Patricia keep his job? I don't know. We'll see. But the Lions open at one as one point dogs on the road to the Panthers. Christian McCaffrey has been ruled out already. He might potentially, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't play the rest of the season. We'll see what happens. Panthers minus one and a half to minus two, depending on the book that you're looking at. A couple more bets on the Panthers, a couple more dollars coming in. Over under went from 49 down to 45 and a half. So that is moving in the wrong direction for us. Talk to me a little bit. How do you feel about this Panthers team as 1.5 uh, to two point favorites at home against the Matt Patricia Lions with Matthew Stafford. Like something happened to him today, some kind of injury. So pay attention for that as well. Yeah, he tore, I think he tore a ligament in his throwing hand in his thumb. And I actually did that not too fun. I actually had to have surgery on it. So hmm. I don't know. He it seems like he's going to play. Teddy Bridgewater on the other opposite side is not going to play, which is kind of surprising to me that Carolina's favored in this game. Um, I know Detroit's been bad. 
DeAndre Swift's look good. Kenny Galladay should be back this game. Detroit's in every single game. Um, they're kind of like the Philadelphia Phillies, just losing late games. Mm-hmm. Uh, do their bullpen or do the coaching or do whatever Detroit does at the end of games to lose games. So they've been they've been in every game tight. You know, it's almost I want to play the first half on the Lions because it looks like Bridgewater's not playing. PJ Walker is going to be quarterback. McCaffrey's out. They still have weapons, but you have a backup quarterback. As long as Stafford plays, I kind of want to root for the Lions, at least in the first half. I think that's the the best bet in the game. But it's going to be a tight one, man, because if Stafford is hurt, it's going to be tough sliding for the Lions. Yeah, I mean, if the Lions lose this game to a backup quarterback, to uh, Christian, no Christian McCaffrey-led Panthers, Matt Patricia has to be fired. Like, this dude is bad. He is bad at coaching. I think it is very clear. Stick still loves him for some reason. I get on him every time. Year, I, I, I don't know what it is. I think maybe it's is it the pencil. Is that what it is? I, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's something, man. But Stick still loves him. Yeah, I think. I think. I don't. PJ Walker, AAF legend. I will not put money on this game because we don't know the hell we're gonna get with it. I'm gonna lean Lions it, if you can get it at two. If the number keeps going up for some reason, maybe grab it a little bit higher. But I'm gonna stay away from this one. I don't think it's too fun. Um, so from that perspective, any any DFS side that you like? I mean, we can run against the Panthers, so maybe a little DeAndre Swift. But I feel like when we're supposed to run with DeAndre Swift, he gets like four carries and like six targets, and that's it. Like, dude, well, never last week gets was the first. Run. Yeah, last week was the first week that like 15 minutes before game time, before the lineups locked, they said it. They they stated that DeAndre Swift is getting his first start, and it looked like we. And I don't really trust coach talk yeah. or, or reporter talk, so I'm like, all right. I have him in a couple lines. I'll see what happens. And he goes out there and has a massive game. So it looks like he's here to stay. So I like that call. And Mike Davis, you know, everybody was on last week. The matchup wasn't great last week, but everybody just stuffed him in because he was so cheap. And I'm hoping people are off him this week because everybody got burned by him last week. And this is the matchup you want to attack. You know, Gibson just tore up the Lions. Everybody's staring up the Lions. So game script says that the Panthers are going to be winning this game. It's going to be a tight game. Mike Davis is probably going to be an outlet for P.J. Walker. So where the price is right, I will play him. Where he's a little bit too expensive and there's some other value around, I'll probably fade him. I like that. I like that a lot. And that's why you come to the Wind Daily Sports betting line show. You get a little betting, get a little fantasy advice too. Nothing wrong with that. That's why we have Jason on here with us tonight. Let's move on. We have the Steelers traveling down to Jacksonville. The Steelers are 10 to 10 and a point, half point favorites, depending on the book you're looking at. Over six, about 60% of the bets, over 70% of the money is coming in on the Steelers. Jags aren't good. Jake Luton isn't good, but they're in all these games. They've covered the two times that he has been the quarterback. Uh, last week, they covered pretty easily, ended up almost beating the Packers, which was pretty wacky, pretty weird. Ten and a half points is a lot, especially in the NFL. I mean, Steelers should do it, but are you going to put your money on the Steelers at ten and a half when... I'm not going to say they're frauds because they're nine and zero. You're all where your record said you is, but they're a ugly nine and zero. They're, they're ugly not ugly, man. Give them credit, they're man. Really Big ugly. Ben comeback they player of the year. Their point differential is a hundred. So they've they've scored two hundred seventy one points and they only let up one hundred seventy one, like to the dot a hundred. Their winning percentage is obviously a thousand. So they're a great team, man. Nobody's giving them credit. Their defense is really good. Just because they had that one stinker against Dallas where they played down to their competition. Should have lost against Dallas. Steven Gostowski missed a win- game-winning field goal. Should have yeah, lost yeah, against the credit, Ravens. Man. They, have, they have the wins. I think they're great, believe me. But Legit, good 10, team, 10 points is a good lot. quarterback, 
three stud wide receivers, a good tight end, a good running back, and a great defense and a great coach, great organization. They're going to win this game easy. This game, I like it for the first half and game line. I think the Steelers roll in this game. Jacksonville, they hung in the game last week just because the weather was so bad. That game played slow. They had a freak touchdown. I think they had a kickoff return for a mm-hmm. touchdown. Punt return, yeah. Yeah, punt return for a touchdown. That's not going to happen every day. It's not going to happen to the Steelers. You know, their point differential is 72 in the negative side of things. I'm not saying it's going to just be a blowout, but it should be a blowout. This, this is the best team or one of the best teams in the league going against one of the worst teams in the league. They've been, you know, they've hung in the last two games. Don't get me wrong. They've done it, but I don't think they do it against the Steelers. It's not going to happen. They won by, they lost by four and two in the last two games, but Packers been a little bit, you know, questionable. Texans been a little bit questionable as of late, but if you go back before that, they lost to 10 by to the Chargers. They lost to your Lions by 18. Sticks they lost to the nine. Texans by 16. They lost to every other team by like at least 8 to 20 points. So it's not like they're a good team. Somehow they beat the Colts week one with um, Minshew and knocked me out of my survivor pool real quick. But, yeah, I think they get blown out here. One o'clock game, it's not going to happen. Mm. Yeah, uh, 10 points is a lot. I'm not going to bet it because I love the Jags. Just for my cousin. You love the Jacks. It's my cousin's favorite. It's my cousin's favorite team. I gotta love them with him. I mean, I, oh, I it is what it is. But I don't know. Ten's a lot. I probably will roll with the Steelers there, but I can't. That's too many. That's too many points. That's too many points. This is where Sia would come in and say, "I don't play teasers and I don't do parlays." But if I were, and then he'd give us some ridiculous teaser and some ridiculous parlay. He does it every week. I just where if you're out there listening, Sia. Please send in your teaser and your parlay. Uh, let us move on. So as you were talking about before, line movements and getting crazy, the Texans, the Patriots in Houston, Texans opened minus three. Texans are now plus two and a half. That is a lot of points. Five and a half point live movement. You do not see that very often. All the money is coming in on the Patriots. Two thirds of the bets are coming in on the Patriots. I mean, if you got it at plus three, you loved it. Now, even at minus one, two, two and a half, you probably still like it. Talk to me a little bit. How are you feeling about the, uh, the Belichick versus the uh, Romeo Cornell? It's still a former head coach. It's still like a fo- coaching tree, right? I guess technically somewhere in there. Maybe something like that. Look, the Patriots have been like Jekyll and Hyde every week. They're like, oh my God, Cam Newton so explosive. He's so good. And this, they figure out ways to win and our defense is, is playing better. And then they get beat up by teams. And then you're like, Cam Newton's terrible. Why is Cam even in the league no more? This is why nobody signed him. So they're back and forth. Nobody can get this team right. Um, Belichick is reborn now after the win and everybody's back on the New England you know, bandwagon here. But it's going to be a tight game. Deshaun Watson still has something to prove. Um, he's a better quarterback than Cam. He just doesn't have the coaching staff and the team around him. I'm not going to bet on the Texans, and I don't really want to bet on the Patriots either here. I think it's a it's a very close game. I don't really get the line movement. I don't see anybody hurt. Maybe just simply because the Patriots look good in their last game, in, in a rain game. You know, that's why they beat the Ravens, so now they're, they're a great team all of a sudden. I think it was a weird game. You know, that rain really changed things, changed momentum. A couple plays here, a couple plays there. Didn't go the Ravens' way, and the Patriots win. Patriots are one and three away. Doesn't mean much because the Texans can't win at home either. I think the Patriots are the better coach team, more complete team, so they should win this game. So if you you force my hand, I would bet the Patriots here, but it's probably a stay away spot for me. 
Yeah, I it, it's too weird. You, I don't want to bet a game that has had that much line movement because that means someone knows way more than I do. And I don't like to think that I'm this savant or anything at this. But when you see something like that, it's just like, hey, let's let's let everyone else put their money on that game. Let's find it somewhere else. If anything, I would take the under in this game. It's at 49. A lot of the money and a lot that's of the bets are coming. Terrible though. That's yeah, the only, but like, that's the only problem. If I'm gonna take anything in this game, give me. I think the safest play. Don't even mess with the points. Just take if you like the Patriots, take the Patriots money line at minus one thirty six on on DraftKings. That's that's the safest play in this game. I think it's just, it's too much for me. I don't. I don't. I mean, I I think the Patriots are gonna play super slow and the Texans are gonna play super stupid. So I don't really think there's <laughs> gonna be that many points in this game. Honestly, I could be wrong. I've been wrong in the past, but that's half the fun of this. So this is just another weird one. I'm not super interested in it. Uh, I don't even think there's too much DFS involved in this one either. So no, I think no it's kind of one of those. Yeah, it's just kind of. You want to play but... running back roulette with the Patriots and no. hope that Damian Harris goes off or Burkhead goes off. It's one of those two guys. They're they're heavily involved in the offense. Cam can run one in though too to vulture them. So mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of the Texans are a team you want to attack. So I can see people like Cam and DFS is super cheap this week. He's he's kind of mispriced. So there's going to be people on Cam Newton, but. In the beginning of the year, he was running a lot of touchdowns in. Lately, he's been actually handing the ball off and letting other people score and be more involved in the offense. So it's a game where Cam is too cheap on DraftKings at 6.2. Like he's $1,000. He's almost the same price as Stafford, 6000 You know, Lamar Jackson is $1,000 more. He's the same price as Ryan Tannehill. So he's in a price point where people will just play him due to price. Who do you want, though? Here's a question I'll hit you with early. Mm. Jameis Winston at 5.9 on DraftKings or Cam Newton at 6.2 versus, you know, they both have good matchups. Probably Cam. Yeah, it's going to be a toss-up. Everybody wants to play Jameis because they feel like he did great last year as far as output goes. But I think Cam is, is probably the safer play. Um, Yeah, I'm going to regurgitate some information that I read online. Um, The Saints offense... It was not built for Jameis Winston. It's built for precision passing. And that, as I think we know, is not what Jameis Winston, that is not a skill set that he currently has in his tool belt. So uh, just kind of, I don't know who said that on Twitter. Appreciate you for giving me that information, but I like it. It sounds good. Now, I, I think the Saints offense are built for dump offs to Alvin Kamara yes. and let him do everything else. That's like true, if, Anytime they do That's really true. well, it's just give the ball to Kamara. He opens up everything. He cuts everybody up and then, when in doubt, throw the ball to Micah Thomas for eight yards, like Bang. 10, 15 times a game. Just that combination is going to be open almost every time. I love it. I will say, though, the Texans defense is still very, very, very bad. The Falcons defense the since has actually only, I think it was only like 22 points a game since Raheem Morris has taken over, which is weird because he was the defensive coordinator, if I'm not mistaken. So, like, I don't know what he was doing prior. They're yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, this is the Atlanta Falcons of the last couple of years start out absolutely terrible, win enough games to get a terrible or like a very un kind of like not so great draft pick and then just do it again next year. So we've seen this story play out confident that the uh, Falcons are going to end up, I don't know, seven to nine. sounds like a, the perfect end to the perfect story. All right, let's move on. We have the Eagles. We have uh, Eagles traveling to Cleveland. The line currently is Cleveland minus three, minus three and a half, depending on the book that you are looking at. You can get it at minus three and a half or plus three and a half on BetMGM. If you want, you can grab it on DraftKings at three, depending on which side of this you would like. Um, I think 
this is the most perfect spot for the NFC East to continue NFC Easting. I think last week, C and I did this show. He said, no, the Eagles will win. I agree with him, but I, I even said, I think this is the perfect time for the NFC East to like just be so NFC East to have the Giants win and to have them tied at three wins. Now I think everyone's going to look at the Eagles and be like, you stupid idiots. You couldn't even beat the Giants. This is ridiculous. They're going to turn around. They're going to beat the Browns. Like, I don't even think it's a question. I think they're going to go in here into Cleveland. I think I'll they're going to beat the Browns. Right they're going to beat the Browns. And I think it's going to be hysterical. And it's going to be some dumb shit that re the reason why, I don't know. I don't know why. I'm just feeling that the Eagles are going to make this more complicated than necessary. They're going to go in. They're going to beat the Browns in Cleveland. No, nah, listen, That's man. It. Like, I hate Baker Mayfield. I think the Browns wow. are just doomed. Um I think Baker Mayfield's really bad, really, really, really bad. But I think Nick Chubb is really good, and I think really, Carson really Wentz good. makes he makes too many mistakes, man. The guy is like now he even has all his weapons back. Miles Sanders, Boston Scott is still doing what he needs to do. He's got Fulgham, who looks like a wide receiver one. He's got Rieger back. He's got Jeffrey back. Goddard's back. You know they have weapons, and he still can't. If he can't beat the Giants, he's not going to beat Nick Chubb. And the Browns, you know, I don't even Divisional think it's Baker game. Mayfield show. It's going to run the ball Divisional all day long. Game. It's weird. Division. No, I, I thought weird, the Giants going to win that game, and I, I, I said it live on radio. I said the Giants going to win this game. You know, Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio, eleven to uh, one a.m. Yeah, actually, you know where I said it first? I said it on Philly Radio, Fox oh, Sports. Awesome. And and I, and they weren't too happy about that. Big shout out to John Jansen if he's listening right now. But yeah. I don't think I think they're gonna lose this game again, man. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, just gonna be dump offs to them. Maybe some Jarvis Landry. The Eagles' defense is bad. Their offense is bad. They're making mistakes. I don't like the Browns at all. If it was any other team, I think they'd win by ten here. You know, the Eagles are pretty much they're donezo, man. They're just falling apart. Coaching staff everywhere you look, just making mistakes. So give me the give me the Browns, and I'll, I'll take this bet with you all day long, man. I think the Perfect. Browns win this game. I'll the take Giants the are making the playoffs, man. Look at that. Jesus Christ, I'm gonna take uh, just. I will. I will take that bet. We'll have to figure out what. What do you? What? What is this going to be for? What are we going to do? I'll come up with something creative okay. before okay. the end of the show. Because we'll I, 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 if if I get the money line, I want a little bit, a little bit more in favor of me. If not, I'll just take the three and a half points and say, you know, that's fine with me. You have the Browns at three and a half. I want I three. Eagles. I want three. I'm not giving three. You the that's half. fine. That's fine. Three. You, <laughs> okay, get, you get the Eagles plus three. So we'll push in that case. Can't wait. Yeah. Uh, this and is I like so the over too. I think 47. I think this Eagles defense. There, there's no well, way. Let's They're not going to keep any team let's under. Wait. Let's wait on the over-under because as we've seen the last like three weeks in Cleveland, it's been like practically tornado force winds in that stadium. So I will just preface, wait to see what the weather is because somebody decided to build a football stadium Chip literally pop. like inside of a lake. So, you know, surprise, it's windy there. Everyone's it's while. Cleveland, yep. Doing everything wrong in it. Cleveland. It's a fun place, though. I love it. Muni lot. Go party at the Muni lot next time uh, you, we're allowed. You've been to Cleveland? Yeah, You and Joe Noah. You guys love no. Cleveland, huh? I have a friend who lives there. My good buddy Derek, his wife Christina, and their dog Percy. Fantastic <laughs> place to party. It is an absolute <laughs> blast. I promise you that. Go to the Muni lot before a Browns game. You might not have more fun tailgating at any football game. It's an absolute blast. Uh, let's move on. We have an NFC South battle. We have the Falcons. We have the Saints. Saints favored by four and a half. That line has moved up to five or down to five, depending on how you like to do numbers. Um, over under started at 51 and a half. That's actually come down to 49 and a half. I can do that math there. This is really interesting to me. Um, starts at four and a half. We then get the news yesterday. 
Tuesday that Drew Brees has multiple broken ribs, a punctured lung, and will 100% be out. And then the Saints are favored by more now. Usually you don't see that. Either Vegas says, we really don't care about Drew Brees. We think he kind of sucks. And as you said, just give the ball to Alvin Kamara anyway. Or they're trying to bait us into something, which I'm always interested in. Uh, the more money is coming in, pretty significant more money is coming in on the Falcons. And to have them get more points, uh, usually, again, this tells a story. That's why we like to see where the money's going and where it moves. So that's very interesting to me. How do you feel about the Falcons and the Saints game? The Falcons have been in almost every single game this year, mm-hmm. except for the Packers game. Like they, they lost by one, which they should have won that first game versus the Cowboys. They should have won the second game versus the Bears. They probably should have won a game against the Panthers. They lost by seven there. Mm-hmm. And then they won three of their last four. So this team can really be like a, a six and two, six and three type of team right now, but they're three and six instead. Their their point differential, I think, is like under ten points. So they've been in every single game. You know, they could potentially win this game outright. I think six is way too much. I'll, you know, Matt Ryan gets no credit. Like he's always got blame for everything that ever goes wrong in Atlanta. Him and the coaching staff get all a bad rap. So I really like the Falcons here. I think it's way too many points. Look, Jameis Winston hasn't played in a bit. You know, he's going to go in there. There's going to be some pressure on him. I know he's up for it. I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback by any means. I'm not really on the Drew Brees bandwagon that he's this stud of a quarterback still. I know he looked good against Tampa, which was kind of a shocking game for me. But I think they could be better with him if he was playing every week. But first week in, some jitters. He throws a pick early. Atlanta's been playing better defense. And that offense is really good. The only thing that's you know, going to be tough for me at this point is the Saints defense has been playing a lot better too. But I think this game stays close enough that the Falcons cover pretty easily here. And there's a, there's a shot if you want to throw them into a parlay with a couple favorites and play the money line to kind of boost your odds here. I don't, I don't hate the Falcons straight up as well. I, uh, I actually just started writing down a couple teams. Cena and I last week, uh, we decided to start taking three-team parlay money line for the underdogs. Just to, you know, again, sprinkle a couple bucks on that, see what it's like. Last week, we lost all three of those bets. Um, and I think yeah. only even one of them covered, so that's always fun. But we do it for fun, man. We do it for fun. And I wrote down the Titans, and I wrote down the Falcons so far. We're going to see if we can get one more, because I totally agree with you. I think five is definitely too many points. Uh, again, it's divisional game. Yeah, we've seen some of these turn into blowouts, but we've also seen some of these be much closer than expected and sometimes go the wrong way. So I do think that the Falcons, especially what they've been doing recently, again, that defense has been solid. Um, the Saints off uh, the Saints offense definitely hasn't been in a spot to take advantage of the biggest weakness on the Falcons either, which is their secondary. I mean, Drew Brees hasn't, again, Alvin Kamara is like one of the best receivers in the league, just pretty much getting dump offs in the backfield. So I don't think they have the ability or capability to take advantage. Now, maybe this is where we're like, oh, wait, Jameis Winston, he was pretty good last year and he just throws the ball around the yard. But I don't see Sean Payton doing that. If anything, I think Taysom Hill will have more touchdowns than Jameis Winston. And I think if I'm not mistaken, I'm, our friends over at William Hill, you can get plus 900 Jameis Winston to throw a pick six. Hmm. That's I a $10 you, I bet. Thought you're gonna get, I thought you are going to give a hot take that you should play Taysom Hill as your tight end this week in DFS because – No, that's your will, job, dude. That's my job? All right. yeah. yeah, I already got a couple of text messages of lineups from a couple of guys at Win Daily that just had Taysom Hill as their tight end. Like, all right, we're ready to go this week. So, Love it. I don't know. It's a pretty interesting spot for him. He definitely was involved before. So it's going to be weird to like to see a combination of Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston on the same team, like in the backfield, just 
just gonna be weird to look at. Like two guys that can't find jobs as quarterbacks are now playing together in the backfield. So we'll see what happens. But I like the Falcons, man. One man's trash. One man's trash. All right, let's move on. Last one o'clock game. We have the Cincinnati Bengals traveling to Washington, D.C. to take on the football club. Football club is favored by one and a half points. We have the Bengals getting about 60% of the bets, but the money is split just about even. Talk to me a little bit. Do the Bengals get another win? Because I feel like this is one of the spots where they should probably, I mean, one and a half points is practically a pick them at that point. Do you think the Bengals can pull this one out? They got an offense. Their defense is atrocious. Um, this is a game where you probably want to load up on Antonio Gibson. If they just let off the handcuffs, you know, he should be doing his thing. The Bengals have been in shootouts. The Washington football team has been playing, you know, tight games, low scoring games. They're the complete opposites right now. So it's a, it's a, it's a battle of wills to who wins this game. You know, I, I usually go offense and I, and I want to go with the Bengals here be, because they're the more fun team at this point. But I think Alex Smith gets his win here. They, they run the ball with Antonio Gibson. They control the clock. And the defense puts a little pressure on Burrow. And, you know, you're going to have a pick. You're going to have, you know, maybe a fumble, a couple sacks, stuff like that. So I would have to go with the boring defense and Alex Smith over, you know, the, the good offense with three, you know, kind of studly wide receivers. Higgins is doing his thing. Boyd's doing his thing. You throw an A.J. Green in there. They've been moving the ball. It looks like no Joe Mixon. So a little bit of Gio Bernard. I think Gio's going to have a, a tough time against this Washington front four. So I'm leaning on on the, the football team here over the Bengals. Uh, our good friend Brian uh, at Two Lock Sports was talking about a birthday narrative, if I'm not mistaken, for Giovanni Bernard. So maybe that's something to pay attention to, guys. guys narratives, been, like, narratives are fun. fire with his gifts, and he's been on fire yes. with his narratives. It started he with really Naeem Hines. And then this dude, like two minutes before the game, I, I yelled at him the other day. I'm like, you couldn't come up with this narrative like an hour before so I can get him into my lineups. And then he posts a screenshot at the end of the day, winning a bunch of money with Adam Thielen, who rocked Alex Trebek's uh, mm-hmm. face and name all yep. over his cleats and stuff like that. I'm like, dude, he goes out there, scores the first touchdown. I think he scored the last touchdown again mm-hmm. to throw a stake in me because I had no Adam Thielen in my main lineup in the showdown slate. So. Whenever, you know, Tulak goes out and posts uh, a narrative, it's been hitting as of late. So if he is ahead of the game, I'm definitely going to have to get some Gio Bernard. But it's a bad matchup, man, against Washington. Washington strain is their front four. But he can be involved in the passing game, and, you know, he can get past that front four by just catching these dump-offs and breaking through. So not a bad play, but this Washington defense is pretty good. This Washington defense is pretty good. The offensive line for the Bengals is pretty bad. Uh, I'm just hoping Joe Burrow comes out of this game alive. One and a half. It's kind of difficult at this point. I do. I will probably lean to the football club. Um, they did do the weird thing of, hey, let's have Alex Smith throw the ball 50 times last throw week. Throw for 400 so yards. He, he after, had, like, after yeah, almost, shitted on him, calling him, like, not ready to be back in the NFL. The yeah, guy throws for 400. 400 yards. So that's mostly Terry McLaurin. I'm pretty confident, though. So that's where I would probably lean in this one. Um, but it's it's weird, man. Hopefully, yeah, they can get back to, hey, let's run the ball. Hey, let's, you know, dump the ball off to Gibson and McKissick and let the defense, let that front four, let that front seven really do their thing. Because, I mean, Mondra, uh, you know, Montre- Montrez Sweat, you have, uh, what's his face? Chase Young on the other side. I mean, you have the Kerrigan. Like, this team is loaded. Is Kerrigan hurt? Actually, Kerrigan might be hurt. I think I might be wrong on that one. But that front four is absolutely loaded. The front seven is fantastic. 
let them do their thing, right? Like, I don't think you have to like, this isn't, this isn't rocket science. This isn't brain surgery. Uh, so I will lean with Sia and his football club on this sunny, sunny Sunday. What's uh, crazy about this game is like, they're really fighting for playoffs at two mm-hmm. and seven right now. Just isn't it awesome? Like, how's that? Like, I, I wish it. my fantasy team can squeak into the playoffs at two and seven. Not that I'm two and seven, but like, I would like that. You know, we're in this win daily league and Jim Thompson set it up. The only four teams in a 12 man league make the playoffs. So like, I'm, fighting tooth and nail between ghosts and a couple other people, but two and seven make the playoffs. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Shout out to my main league. Uh, I think five teams right now are three and seven while I sit real pretty at uh, nine and one. So nine and one. Look at you. big guy. I lost the first game nine and oh since. So it's not bad. I even won with Patrick Mahomes on the bench last week, which was sweet. So you can suck it, Derek. You can suck it, Derek. Um, All right, let's move on under the four o'clock games. We have the dolphins. Traveling two mile high to take on the Broncos. Line opened at three and a half. Give me all the Dolphins. We don't wait, have to talk wait, about this. Wait, Give me all the Dolphins. Wait. Line opened at three and a half. Still at three and a half. Ninety percent of the money coming in on the Dolphins, and the line hasn't moved. Last week, no, not you, Zach. Stop it. <laughs> Get out of here, Zach. Uh, miss you though, buddy. Miss you. Um, last week, uh. They had us. They hooked us. See, and I were like, no, there's no way this much money coming in on the Dolphins. Only two and a half point favorites to the Chargers. They should be 10 point favorites. Of course, that means the Chargers will end up taking this game. No, that didn't happen again. This week should be much, much higher than three and a half point favorites. The Broncos haven't looked good outside of like almost coming back against what like Atlanta. I think defense is bad, man. Really bad. Um, It's it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. But what the hell? Three and a half. That's not enough. What's what am I missing? They should be again like 10 point favorites. The defense is good. The offense is solid, if not above, very above average. Like, why is it only three and a half? That's the, the part thing, that scares me. That's the only the thing I can say me. is, you know what? The the Dolphins are finding ways to score. They're every week I feel like they're scoring either one or two touchdowns defensively or special teams. Exactly. It's not really coming from That's their not offense how it that works. much. That's not so, how NFL works. You can't bank on that every week. Come on. Yeah, and then they're going, you know, across the country from Miami to Mile High. Mm-hmm. Tua's going on the road. He's still a rookie, uh, but I, the Dolphins I, are still the team to I beat, don't know. man. They're I'm gonna seeing... make the playoffs. I'm going with the Dolphins, man. Look, you're not gonna. But sell I just me off watched it. you. I just watched you go through the process and understand. Like, oh wait, oh oh oh. See, you're going through the process. You told me you didn't want to talk about it. We talk about it. I'm totally on the Broncos now. Give me Broncos three and a half. I think they suck. But on Tua on the road in mile high three and a half. I don't I think the Dolphins end up winning in some capacity. They'll have a dumb like punt return, kick return, pickoff return. But I think the Broncos cover for all the reasons that you just said. Yeah, I'll I'll say the the Dolphins better team. Broncos are really, you know, they're not really, their defense is good, man. Miami just finds ways to dominate games. Not even like winning easy, like tight games they're winning they're just going up like 20 in the first half like so i think they're good man i really think they're good winning five games in a row made the switch everybody kind of shit on them for making that switch i was one of them like why would you do that fitzpatrick go for it and then two is done enough man i don't think he's as good as fitzpatrick but he's learning and with his rookie contract you want to figure things out early with your quarterback so you can get some value out of him by starting him as a rookie so it's worked for a couple other organizations so they made the right move you know, I'll eat my words. They made the right move. They're still winning games. And Fitzpatrick's there to kind of teach him this year. So 
look, give me Tua, give me him on the road, give me him versus Denver at mile high, and hopefully I get the line at three. I don't have to pay that extra half, but I'll even take it at three and a half. I love it. Battling again. Let's go. Again, I don't think the Broncos win this game. I think it's weird and wacky. They have been kind of comeback artists this year, the Broncos. Um, so it's definitely something to pay attention to. But I think, you know, this is a this is an easy Dolphins up by 10, feeling comfortable, hit a touchdown in the last two minutes. The Broncos do. Dolphins recover the kick. Big deal. Three points. They win. And I beat Jason in another head-to-head bet. Um, I heard you say the word easy. And if anybody wants an easy oh, bet, no. the oh, line no. has gone up since I've been preaching this for the last four or five weeks. The Jets winning less than two games. It's up to 167. I got it at plus money about four weeks ago. I'm not saying they're going to go 0-16, but they're not going to win any games. Like, it's it's maybe some team will give up at the end of their schedule, like if the Patriots fall back. Um, but they're bad. They're so bad. They don't want to win. Even with Flacco going out there and throwing a bunch of yards in that one game against the Patriots, and they almost won. They probably should have won that game. Look, if you look at their schedule, they're playing the Chargers this week. They're 10-point dogs against the Chargers. Um, they got the Dolphins next week. I have a line of eight and a half. We're going to get to that game in a second. Just saying. Yeah, I know we're getting there, but look, they're not going to beat the Raiders, not going to beat the Seahawks, not going to beat the Rams, not going to beat the Browns, not going to beat the Patriots. So the only two games that can potentially win is the Chargers this week, which the spread is eight and a half. I don't see that happening on the road. And they're not going to beat the Dolphins now. The Dolphins are too good. So look, they're going to go either one and 15 and get lucky in one of these games or 0 and 16. Lock up that bet. Even though you're paying some money right now, minus 160, I still take it. Damn. What's Sorry it? Sorry for that rant. I just got to get it no, out there. No, 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 every, no. Every talk show do you, I do, I talk about you got to make this bet because it's the cleanest bet left on the board. Do you, do you have the numbers in front of you? What is it under one win? Like to literally go 0-16? Oh, oh 0-16, yes, is plus 200. No is minus 250. And if you want the Steelers to go undefeated, it's plus 800. Nah. No, minus fourteen thirty. Nah, I haven't looked at gonna... the Steelers, you know, rest of the schedule, but the the Jets are going to go at best. They'll win one game just for mm-hmm. like the pride. They'll win that one game potentially, yeah. but after that, like they won the Super Bowl. If they won one game. They're mm-hmm. they're mailing it in after that. I love. But it. I don't think they win one to be honest. Uh huh. Maybe we take that. Yes, I wish we took that. Yes, early in the season, plus two hundred. I mean. What the hell is even the point of that? Uh, but still yeah. fun. Still fun money. Um, Let's get to that Jets game. Jets Chargers. Jets traveling to Los Angeles. Line open at minus 10 for the Chargers. It's down to eight and a half. We actually have 62% of the bets. 67% of the money coming in on the Jets over under at the 60. Because 40... that's why. He's, he's just too elite. He's he too is, elite. He's too darn elite. Over under at 46 and a half. We have 90% of the money coming in on the under there. Um. 10 points is a lot. 10 points is definitely a lot. Uh, I think the Chiefs covered, what, 19 and a half or 20 earlier this year? Chiefs are a better team. Exactly. But, yeah. Well, the Bills, the Bills, I think it was a better team. Still, the Bills, Bills, the, 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 well, no, but what I'm saying, I think the Bills opened as like 14 or 15 point favorites. The Jets ended up almost winning that game. Um, the Jets have had some very, very lopsided spreads this year, and they've only they've actually covered a, an okay, like enough, enough to make it respectable. They didn't obviously that Kansas City game. Eight and a half points. We'll go with the the new line, the Chargers. Uh, this is where actually, so you can play Sia now. Say some really mean things about Anthony Lynn and how bad of a coach he is. Why would I ever take a chance of not talking shit about the Jets, man? If you're gonna talk about 
a team no, talking no, about no. the Anthony Jets, Lynn. talking about Sam Darno. Damn it, I don't know enough about Anthony Lynn to, to say. Just saying he's, he's bad. Okay, he's only won two games this year. He's been in most of these games. And Finds whoever was smart lose. enough to grab Herbert, um, I'm assuming Sia would not think that's Anthony Lynn. It's somebody in management. So they're mm-hmm. really smart. Anthony Lynn is not so smart. They're losing too many games late. Every single game they lose, they're down. They're they're winning, and they, they lose on some dumb shit late, whether it's a missed field goal and the other team comes back and kicks a field goal back, bad time management. They're, they're going to win this game, though. Like, eight and a half points is a lot. I don't know where I'm leaning here because I don't want to bet the Jets. Like, I have no faith mm. in betting the Jets. Like, they're really bad. Flacco looked good that one time. Can he come back out and do it again? Perriman came out of nowhere. We've been, we've been trying to play him in DFS, like, in main slates, and then he goes and rips up a showdown slate. So Perriman Crowder should be back. Um, Denzel Mims, you know, it's a good matchup for them, but outside of this one game, they can't put up points and the chargers put up points every week. So it's a stay away from me, you know, as much as, you know, the, the public money or the, the sharp money are on the jets. I can't really support betting the jets ever. So I'm not going to yeah. go on air telling anybody to go bet the jets because you're really hoping for like a backdoor cover and hope that Anthony Lynn is, is makes a mistake late or this defense steps up and tries to keep this a, a, a low scoring game, but I don't, I don't see it happening. A couple weeks ago, I, we had our friend ETIP11 on and he said, don't put good money on bad teams. And that's what the Jets are. Just don't yeah, don't bet sure. on that. If, if you're thinking about betting on the Jets, just don't bet on that game. I think that's where it comes from. If you got it at 10, it's one thing. If we could even get it at 10 and a half, that would have been sweet. It doesn't look like it opened there, though. Eight and a half. I don't know. I still think the Jets get crushed. I think they get clobbered. This Chargers team isn't great. There's a reason why they keep losing all these games, but they did have 17 point leads in I think four straight games. Now, are they the first team ever to blow four straight games where they had 17 point leads? Yes. But do you think the Jets are a team that could come back from a 17 point deficit? A in talent, B in will and pride. No, I say no to both of those pretty easily. So if the Chargers go up at any point in this game by double digits, I think it's pretty much over. It's pretty much done. You can kind of just lock that one away, but I just don't want to bet on it. Anthony Lynn sucks. And Justin Herbert's new haircut sucks too. I don't know if you saw it. He looks like he's like 17. He's got pimples all over his face. Still should have looked like sunshine should have kept the flow going. And now he looks like it's weird, man. I don't like it. Anything. Yeah, on the haircut? I'm not going to talk about his haircut, but the jets only scored more than 20 points twice this year you know, versus Denver and then last week against the Patriots. So outside of those two games, like they, they they can't figure out a way to get the ball in the end zone. They're kicking field goals almost on every drive. They're in the red zone. So they're not going to score more than 20 points based on the last nine weeks, 10 weeks of them playing. So I think the Chargers have had no problem scoring points. So the Chargers are probably going to score 28 points on this defense and the Jets are probably going to score 10 to 13. So they'll probably cover here. I would lean on the Chargers even to a lot of points. I would love it to come down a little bit, but if you force my hand, I'm not betting on the Jets. I'll take the Chargers. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to do that as well. Um, but it is what it is. As CEOs like to say, it is what it is. Let's move on. Another 4 o'clock game. We have the Packers going to Indianapolis to take on the Colts. Another weird one. This game opened at minus 2.5 to the Packers. It's now 2.5 to the Colts. So a 5-point swing again. Very, wow. very how's, weird. How's this happening? 58% of the bets coming in on the Packers. So, you know, about 50, you know, 40, 60 split. Not a big deal. 50-50 money. Almost exactly right down the middle. 50-50 money. So, I don't know what the hell's going on. Um, 
all the money is coming in on the over. It started at 49 and a half. It's up to 51 and a half now. All the money is coming in on the over. But Packers on the road, two and a half point favorites. The Colts, they kind of sucked all year. They have one good game against the Titans. But even as you said, it was kind of like a shanked punt that led to like a 34 yard touchdown drive and then a blocked punt and there's 14 points and now it's kind of out of hand. And then the Titans can't run the ball like they want to. And they're kind of just, now it's just a weird game script. You don't see that happening. I don't know. It, I'm you know, doubling have, down. I'll make it oh. easy for you. I'm doubling down. I lost oh. money on the Titans. They should have won that game. They kind of blew it. Packers are a better team, better leadership for Aaron Rodgers. Looks like everybody's healthy now. Aaron Jones coming off a game where he kind of underperformed. Colts just find ways to to win games, but you know I'm going to take the leadership of, of Rodgers over Rivers and you know make my money back that I lost against you know the Colts last time. I don't think they do it again. They've been winning games though, man. They've been finding ways. Good coach team, good defense. Don't make mistakes. And if Rivers doesn't make a mistake, you know it's going to be a tight game. But if he makes a mistake or two. The Packer defense has has been exposed, but like I said, I'll take the leadership of Rodgers over um, Rivers and the Colts. I made a mistake last time in doing it. Hopefully, I make my money back this time. I will say Devontae Adams came out today and said he's not sure if he's playing Sunday. I'm pretty confident he's going to play. It was kind of one of those off-the-cuff comments. It's only Wednesday. What happened to him? Ankle, if I'm not mistaken, something like that. So uh, something to pay attention to. I don't think it's going to be super... Impactful. That would change things. Of that course. would absolutely change things. But I mean, if you have Devonte Adams there, I'm sure he's still going to play. I'm confident. It didn't seem like the injury was that bad. And it was kind of just an off the cuff thing. He said, uh, Alan Lazard is coming off the IR. So they'll have him. Marquez Valdez scantling the last couple of weeks has pretty much just said, yeah, you want to throw me two passes a game for 150 yards and two touchdowns. I'm in. And so he's been crushing it on that front. He's actually doing what he was meant to be doing his whole career. It feels like, so that's kind of nice. But, uh, you're giving the Packers some points. I'll take them. Give me the Packers plus two and a half. I don't know. The Colts, I don't think are actually very good. I think the Titans suck. And that's why that game got a little out of hand, but give me the, uh, give me the, give me the Packers plus two and a half. I'll take the points. I'm, I'm cool. I would have taken the Packers at probably minus two and a half. So if you're going to make me give me the two points instead of let, having me give them away. I'm cool with it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, moving on. Ooh, this one will be fun. Again, windailysports.com backslash chat. You get seven free days in that expert Discord chat. You can hang out with us, learn a little DFS. You can hang out with us, learn a little sports betting. We have some fun there. We also have our prop bets that come out every week, which are a blast. Um, Adam absolutely crushed it last week. I think he went four for four or five for five, if I'm not mistaken. So he absolutely did his thing. So I won a couple bucks on that. So appreciate the hell out of you there, Adam. Um, But this one should be interesting. We have the Cowboys opened up as nine and a half point dogs to the Minnesota Vikings that has come down to seven and a half now. So you can get the Cowboys plus seven and a half. So you get the hook. We have over 60% of the bets coming in on the Cowboys over 75% of the money coming in on the Cowboys. Now, obviously Jason, it's America's team. They're going to get the bets. They're going to get the money, but nine and a half was a lot. I would even say seven and a half is still a lot. How are you feeling Cowboys with the week to maybe prepare against this Vikings defense, which in the beginning of the year looked, oh my God, so bad, but they've looked a lot better of late. Maybe Nick Foles and that bears offense cure for the common offense. I don't know. Maybe um, common defense. I apologize. Uh, talk to me a little bit. Cowboys seven and a half point dogs in Minnesota. What do you think? Andy Dalton is back. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing for the Cowboys. It looks like he's playing. So mm-hmm. You know, maybe more of a 
Yeah, yeah mo- mostly on the bad side. He hasn't had any protection. Dallas has given up and mailed in the season, which I think they should have done. You know, after losing Dak, hopefully get some draft picks for their fan base. Um, it looks like nobody's playing inspired ball. You know, Zeke, just a terrible season overall for whoever drafted him. And, and season long, definitely, you know, is, is struggling to, to win games. And that's been the story for all the top picks. Zeke, McCaffrey, Saquon. Zeke's healthy, but he's, you know, you're probably better off yeah. with Saquon Barkley because that meant you had to go out there and pick somebody up and you're not playing Zeke every week just because he's your first, you know, your first pick of the draft and just laying eggs every single week for you. So I don't know, man, like the Vikings short week, they just won a tight game. They looked good. Dalvin Cook's a beast. Definitely a play in DFS. Probably going to be one of the highest owned, safest cash plays on the slate with not too many stud running backs, you know, on the slate outside of Derrick Henry, which is in technically a bad matchup against the Ravens. So more of a DFS game. I don't know what to make of Dalton and the Cowboys. You know, they played a tight game without him versus Pittsburgh, but Vikings are coming in a little bit hotter. They need this game. This game means a lot to the Vikings, so I think the Vikings win, but covering seven is a lot of points, even to a team that's as bad as the Cowboys. So I don't really have a hot take here. You know, definitely more of a DFS play from the Minnesota side, and you can definitely pass on Minnesota as well. So if you got any faith in Andy Dalton, this is the time to maybe load up on, you know, some Dallas Cowboys receivers coming off a break, but I'm going to stay away from this game. Um. I'm probably not going to put money on this game, but if I was, I would definitely put money on the Cowboys. I think seven and a half coming off the bye. The Vikings, yeah, they beat the Bears, but oh my God, they needed one of the worst quarterback performances I've personally ever watched with my eyes out of Nick Foles to win that game. So I don't think this Vikings team is that good. I think the Bears team is that bad. So I do actually think the Cowboys cover it. Don't think they win. So I don't think I'm putting it in my three-team money line parlay yet. So we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. I got two. We're waiting on a third. We'll see what happens. But I definitely think the Cowboys cover. Um, I think coming off of by works, I actually think Zeke has a nice little bounce back game. Uh, at least I'm also hoping Zeke has a nice bounce back game because I'm in a pretty tight matchup this week. Or at least I'm assuming and hoping You're I will be. 9 one with Zeke. That's pretty impressive, man. Mm-hmm. Nine and one with Zeke. It's it's Patrick Mahomes. Let's just be on. And James Conner sucked recently too, so that hasn't helped. But, been terrible. Uh, yeah, every, and Nick every Chubb. And I had back. Nick Chubb. I had Nick. I have Nick Chubb in that league too. So I had wow, two, man. three running backs that pretty much have done nothing, and I'm just keep beating the shit out of everybody. You guys are all losers. You're all losers. <laughs> I hope you know that. None of the Windaley Sports family. I'm not in that league, but my home league. Bunch of idiots. Love them all though. They're all very good friends. Most of them were in my wedding. Um, yeah, I think I'm leaning Cowboys plus seven and a half. Definitely, if you can get that half a point. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. Let us move on. Two more games left. We have the Sunday night game. We have the Chiefs. We have the Raiders. This one is going to be interesting. Um, So first, let's also just mention Wendelli Sports betting membership. Make sure to come hang out with us. We'll win you some money. That's what we do. House pick, house capper, Steve. Dude knows what he's doing. He bets cars on all of these matchups. So while I put 10, 20 bucks on some of these things, House Capper Steve is putting a car and a down payment on a house on them. So believe me, he's rolling with it. He's putting his a lot of money on these games. So we appreciate him there. So make sure you get Windaily Sports betting membership. It's a lot of fun. Get to talk to him too. Ask him. Maybe he doesn't have a play. Maybe he gives you some live bets. It's always fun. It's always something to pay attention to. But we have the Chiefs. We have the Las Vegas Raiders on Sunday Night Football in las vegas chiefs currently minus seven or seven and a half depending on your book the raiders today put their almost entire starting defense on the COVID 19 list 
Nice. They all will be able and eligible to play as long as they get, I think, is five consecutive tests negative in a row. So that's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So if they all come back negative, they will all be able to play. But no contact, very little practice, only Zoom meetings. If you can get Patrick Mahomes right now, minus seven, how the hell don't you take that? What I would like to take outside of that, those lines aren't out yet. But when I see a game like this, with Casey off a of bye week, you have the fact you. that you have some COVID situations. And Watkins coming back, if that means anything. yeah, Watkins coming back, and the fact that they got embarrassed by the Raiders mm-hmm. like that throws a lot into it for me. I kind of like when when I see games like this set up the way this game is set up. I, I like to attack it a little aggressively and go with like first quarter, first half, end game bets. Because I think the Chiefs going to make a statement here. The Raiders are good, though. Like, don't yeah. get me wrong. They're actually a good team. They're well-balanced on offense and defense. They're, you know, everyone gives Gruden a bad rap, but I think he's actually a good coach. He inspires them. He pushes them, and he calls the right plays. So they throw some gadget plays out there. They they looked impressive against the Chiefs the first time, but first quarter, first half, I like the Chiefs coming out strong, coming out early in this game. It's set up for them to to put a hurting on them. And Mahomes, you know, he he circled his game after, you know, getting beat up by Derek Carr and Josh Jake was the first time around. So first quarter lines when it comes out, first half line when it comes out, I hope it's kind of low. I hope it's in the, you know, four or five range in the first half, and I'll definitely take the Chiefs there. Seven's a little high, but I, I still lean the Chiefs here. I know it might be a sucker's bet, but I think the motivation of the Raiders, you know, hitting them the first time around. They're going to come back with an uppercut and knock them out early. I think the Chiefs absolutely run this game. I think they do their thing. I think, I'm not going to be one of the people that says, oh, now after the bye week, this is going to be Le'Veon Bell's coming out party, but I think he's going to get a little bit more run. Um, I think also, you know, Sticks has been talking about it, and finally the Chiefs started listening to him, thankfully, that why are we trying to run the ball so much? We have Patrick Mahomes. Let him do his thing outside of the first game of the year where Clyde edwards helaire looked really good. I think that was against the Texans, but it turns out you and I could run against the Texans and against the Bills in that game where it was a monsoon. They haven't been able to run the ball all year. I don't think they need to, right? Like you run the ball 10 times, 15 times during the game just to say, hey, look, we might actually run the ball. But I think this is Patrick Mahomes' show. Let him do his thing. Patrick Mahomes has one interception this year came in this game yeah and i also when the line comes out i don't see it yet on dk as far as DraftKings go because it's a it's a late game and you have this COVID situation coming out too but i like to see the total for team totals on the chiefs i think they really run up the score as well it's gonna be a fast pace the chiefs are going to come out quick hit them and they're not gonna let up in this first half so i like to see the game total just for the chiefs alone it's probably going to be somewhere i would say in the 28 to 32 range, you know, and I know 32 seems like a lot of points or 30 seems like a lot of points. They're going to be scoring a bunch of touchdowns in this game. So I still like the chiefs here to, to run up the score as well. And I think if I'm not mistaken, the end score of this game, the first time around was like 40 to 34. It was like a 70 something point game. I mean, shit, whatever the over under is, let's all just take it. We're rooting for points. It's the Sunday night game. Yeah, it's, the first, points. it's the first time in a long time that I can remember both the Thursday night game being a good game. Like we get in Arizona and Seattle. We're not getting like the Jets. We're not getting the Giants. We're not getting the Eagles. You're getting two explosive offenses 
you know, on Thursday and then Sunday, we're getting a good game as well. And Monday night looks like Monday a pretty good game too. You get to see Brady, you know, which, which Tom Brady going to get the, the five touchdown Brady or the game where he got a field goal out of his offense. The Rams defense is really good. And look, he got beat up by the saints. But this time around, if Aaron Donald hits him a couple times, man, it could be a bad situation for Brady. And we don't know what's going on Antonio Brown. More bad reports coming out with him. So that should be an interesting game. So we at least we got blessed with a Thursday night banger, a good game on Sunday night, and then also a good game on Monday night. So I'm happy to see all these showdown games being not just for DFS and gambling purposes. It should be an actual real good game to watch. Bangers only. This is the kind of schedule that we like. Bangers Took them only. 10 weeks to get us that. Yeah, right? yeah, we finally got here. No NFC East teams in sight. Let's enjoy this one, baby. I do love it. So, yes, I uh, I agree with you. I'm taking the Chiefs. I'll take them every which way. Patrick Mahomes will probably have a two and a half touchdown prop. Uh, I'll take the over on that just because, I mean, I feel like it's just always the over for him. He's been absolutely incredible this year. Whatever that yards is to frigate, whatever. Let's just take it. It's fun. <laughs> Um, so let's move on. Last game of the night. We have the Rams. We have the Bucks again. One more time, windailysports.com backslash chat. Seven free days in our expert Discord chat. You get to talk DFS, get to talk betting, get to talk gambling, get to talk fun, get to talk sweats, man. It's fun to sweat with your friends. I promise you that. I promise you that it is way more fun that way. As you said, Jason, we have the Rams, we have the Bucks. Bucks opened as three and a half point favorites. You can get it at four if you want it, but you can also get it at three and a half, depending on the book you're looking at. I am seeing it is a, a total of 47 as well. That number's come down a little bit. But we have 92% of the money on the over, which is interesting. Usually the bet doesn't come down when you see something like that happen. How do you think? Do you think, yeah, which I guess I'll throw your question back at you. Which Brady are we getting? Are we getting the five touchdown Brady? Or are we getting the three pick and three point Brady? Regardless of what Brady you get, I don't put money on Jared Goff. Like I don't put mm. money on Philip Rivers. I lost some money last week, but I stick to my guns, man. <laughs> so you, you do, I, I but stick, I stick you to- shouldn't. I stick to my guns, man. I don't bet on the Jets. I don't bet on bad teams. I don't really bet on bad quarterbacks. So I, I'll take the leadership here with Brady. They figured things out last week. They figured things out again. You know, golf, not so impressive, man. He had an explosive matchup against the Seahawks yesterday. won the game. Yes, he played pretty well, but it's going to be a lot tougher for him on the road against Tampa. Tampa's defense is, is balanced. You know, they'll stop the run. He'll be forced to throw the ball, and he'll make mistakes. And Cooper Cup. Not really, you know, he's taken a step backwards this year. Robert Woods, you know, pretty consistent doing his thing. Josh Reynolds has been a bright spot for them. But I don't really believe in the Rams here. I think the Buccaneers are the team to beat. And, you know, it's two little points for Tom at home with the weapons that he has. He's going to figure things out. Smart dude. Really smart dude to play this long in the NFL. Way smarter than Jared Goff. You can teach him a few things here. And I think the Buccaneers cover here. Yeah, it's this is an interesting one. I also want to say what up, George. Um, he says what's up to us, so I feel like we should say it back. What's up, George? We appreciate everything you do. Um, this is an interesting one. Three and a half, four points. I don't know. See, you told me stop taking all the favorites, so I started to listen to him, and it's kind of been working. Um, this is an interesting one. Monday night, look at the extra day. We did just see the Rams win, but they didn't look so hot against a really bad Seahawks defense, honestly. Granted, Jamal Adams is back, so at least he creates a little bit of disruption. Not very good at playing safety, but good at disrupting things, so we saw a little bit of that. 
It's an interesting one, man. It's really interesting. I think I lean Sean McVay and his pretty face and sunshine over there. Um, I don't know why, though. I really don't know why. So maybe I just talked myself out of it. Maybe I'm going to ride with you and the the Bucks there. Listen, their run game is not so established. Their the Bucks defense is, is a lot better. Um, they got the goat and Ronald Jones out there who's just, mm. you know, breaking tackles and running for 90 yards. Shout out to whoever had the balls to play him in DFS last week. Won you a bunch of money. But no, nah, I'm going to go with the Bucks, man. I think they're a safer play here at home. Tom Brady. Give me Brady at home against Goff any day of the week. I, was, I just don't think he's going to have enough um, to beat him. You know, they have to win this game to to cover that spread, I feel like. I don't think it's going to be a tight game. I think they're going to have to beat him, and I don't think they're going to beat him. If they don't beat him, I think Brady do enough late to cover that spread. I think you convinced me. I think I'll roll with you. Tom Brady and the Bucks minus four. Uh, I think last week it was interesting because the Panthers kind of kept into it. If I'm not mistaken, they were up 17 to 10. It was like, oh, shit, what's happening? And then the Bucks just absolutely rolled from there. I do think that Jared Goff is kind of dumb. And he gets played way too much money, and the Rams run de- run offense is not there. I would say that defensive line is fierce. Bucks offensive line isn't too too bad, so it's definitely going to be interesting to see what happens there. But should be fun. Should That's be why fun. lines even close because yeah. the only the only chance you have of beating Brady is putting pressure on him. He's not really the type of quarter that quarterback that excels with pressure by running around and you know clearing the pocket out. So. That's why this game is close. If if Aaron Donald was on the other side, this game probably be you know a seven point you know favor for the Brady Buccaneers. So, but I'll figure out. They have to figure things out to protect that side. If they if they keep Donald off the ball, they should roll here. That's the only thing. Look, you know if he pressures him and it turns into a state game again, he'll have some trouble. But I think they figure things out here and come back strong. I think they come back strong. I like it. So that is it. We went through every single game. Of the week 11 NFL slate, we gave you all of our favorite picks. We gave you all the plays that we'll be riding with. Some games that we're not going to be playing, but it's still fun to take picks, right? I think that part is a blast. But let's end it with this, Jason. I think I figured it out. Three teams, money line, all dogs. I got the Titans, the Falcons, the Packers. How does that sound? Titans, Falcons, Packers. Packers sounds good. Falcons sounds good. Titans is a scary one. Yeah. For me, uh, it's, it's a scary one. Ravens, you know, the Ravens They're all have scary, to... bud. They're all scary. That's why no, we do you it. Can, you That's can make it a little bit it. easier on yourself. You can take the Cardinals if you want. You can take... Yeah. Sound like you wanted to take the Eagles. Why don't you take the Eagles over the Titans? Because uh, I'm more confident that the Titans beat the Ravens than the Eagles beat the Browns. Because the monsoon, man. It's the monsoon. It's that stadium. The, sometimes the winds, they just pick up and swirl just a little different. Right. Just a little different. I think I think they have a better chance of winning in the game than maybe I'll just the Ravens the have to win, man. Too. They really do have to win. But look, if you want a sexy three team parlay, that thing's going to pay out nicely because the oh, Titans yeah. are plus two twenty five. So if you if you run with that, you're definitely going to get paid out, man. If that thing hits, and hey, five bucks here, five bucks there, it's not a bad day. Not it was Falcons, day. Titans. What was the third one again? The the Packers. Packers right? And I think you convinced me. I think I might just throw the Eagles in as well. Just consensus. <sighs> oh, God. You're going with a four-teamer? We'll see. It, it pays if you put... Oh, that's a lot of money, man. See? Five bucks, money. dude. That's all I'm saying. It's five bucks. It's, it's possible. You don't, you don't put five bucks on something like this, man. If you hit it, you, you're going to be... No. I'll be more upset if you hit <laughs> no. it for five bucks. Than... Nope. No? Nope. 
no, 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 no. Because this is how you lose money in betting. When you when you parlay things and then you look at the odds and you're like, oh, wait a second. If I put 50 bucks on it, though, but you're not going to win. That's the whole point. But that's why we at least put 25 bucks on it. So what you would do here, you try to clear out those three first one o'clock games. And then if you go into the four o'clock game and you have a like last time you had like a four or five team, whatever it was, you had a five team parlay. Make it all the way to Sunday night. We're doing a podcast together Sunday night. I'm like, okay, just hedge it. You're like, no, I only got a dollar on it. It's not worth it. I'm like, okay, that kind of makes sense. But look, if you put 25 bucks on it, the first three teams end up doing well and they win the game for you, you're set to win $1,200. So then you just go in there and not hammer bad. the Colts at minus 125 for like three, $400. So they either when to walk away with three, $400 or seven, I mean, eight, $900 on the backside. So at least put something on it worth it to go with, you know. That's my maybe suggestion. you might can you might have convinced me. Twelve hundred bucks sounds pretty yeah. sweet. Twelve hundred bucks, ten bucks, sweet, ten yeah. bucks to win five hundred, and then hedge that four o'clock game. I like in I like parlays where you front load, but then save one of the games for a late game, so you have the opportunity to hedge it, and you can walk away a winner either way. I want to be a winner, and that's why I'm here at Win Daily. That's why we're here. We're here to help you win money. Again, windailysports.com backslash chat. Seven free days in that expert Discord chat. Make sure you're checking out the gold membership. Make sure you're checking out the Wind Daily Sports betting membership. We're winning money every which way. Prop bets, lines, totals, DFS, whatever you want. We are winning money there. We have MMA coming up this week. We obviously have NFL. We're going to have a million bets for college football Saturday, which is going to be an absolute blast. Sure, there's some esports shit going on, right? I don't know what's going on, but I'm sure there's something there. Obviously, we have golf that's locking tonight, so hopefully you're getting your lineups in. Jason, where can everybody find you on the internet? You can find me on windailysports.com. I'm in that expert chat pretty much all day, every day. Make sure you go check it out. Seven days free trial, windailysports.com backslash chat. Take advantage of all the tools, hop in chat, learn some stuff from DFS and, and a sports betting perspective. And from a sports betting perspective, let me just say one thing before I'll let everybody go. My two, you know, strategy pieces for everybody's listening right now, check the lines, you know, and by checking the lines, check the books. Like if you're in New Jersey, there's a hundred different books offering lines. And there's going to be a difference between a half a point, one point between the books. So sign up at those other places. We'll give you a promo code to get free money from them. And then you have the advantage of looking at the lines. So if you like the the Titans, you know, some are there six and a half and some are there six. If you like the Ravens, take them at six. If you like the Titans, take them at six and a half or seven. So those extra points, look, it won't mean everything every single time. But if you do the right process every single time, you'll end up winning more games than you lose. If you just took whatever line, whatever your favorite sports book are, they're all good. Who cares? Just press the button on one of them and sign up and get your account set up so you can take advantage of the better lines. And the second thing, I love props, man. Props are are the way to go. I feel like there's a, a bigger edge in props than there is in games because you're just looking for one person. You don't need everything to go right. You just need to get that one matchup right. And you're never really out of it, uh, especially if you're taking the over. If you're, if you're mm-hmm. taking the under, yeah, you could be out of it. But in the over, you know, it only takes one play, man. And, and some of these props, the way I do my research for DFS, like I'm done with all my research for DFS. I make my lineups. I go look at the props. I'm like, this all makes sense. He's going against the... The, the weakest, you know, cornerback in the league right now. He's got a clear advantage. They're going to be down. He's going to be throwing the ball, taking advantage of this, you know, 60-yard prop or 65-yard prop. The only problem props, they don't come out until like Saturday night or Sunday mm-hmm. morning for some players. So you got to do them late. But take advantage of those, man. We usually write up an article on Friday or Saturday. 
or in our Discord chat, which is our expert chat. It's free to get in there for a week and look at the props. I think props are uh, I know funner is not a word, but it's a funner it way to play props. It is. Um, and I like it. I, I think, you know, and you never really out of it. And there's really an advantage there. These books have, I've seen lines like seven to 10 yard differences between sports books. They don't really put as much effort into it. They cap you on the bets. So they don't really have to worry about a hundred thousand dollar bet coming in on DK Metcalf, but it's a good way to attack it, man. We have a team of DFS players who are pros at looking at matchups and advantages, and you can apply that same math to props and it's become really profitable for us. So we have a partnership with monkey knife fight. So you can go to monkeyprops.com and we'll give you a free three month membership by just typing a promo code win daily. So you can hop over there or, you know, at DraftKings or points bet or FanDuel or William Hill or MGM, they all got props, man. So check it out and, and speak to us, hop in chat and we'll help you out and make sure you win more games than you lose. Props are the closest thing to fantasy sports. And that's yeah. why I love them so much. Cause you're just looking for one person. You can just scream at the TV. Zeke get the touchdown. Zeke get the touchdown. And when Zeke gets that touchdown, you win money. And that's what we're here to do. You play them cause they're win. funner. They're yeah. definitely funner. funner. They're yeah. so much, so funner. much more most funner. Yeah. And that is what we do for Jason for the wind daily sports team. Make sure to check the show notes. I will have everything in there. I'll put our partnership page in there as well. So not on William Hill, if you're not on PointsBet, if you're not on, well, you're probably on DraftKings at this point, but if you're not on one of those books, go click a button, bang, you get free $500 sign-up bonus. There's nothing wrong with that. WindailySports.com backslash chat. One more time for the people in the back. And as I said, for Jason, for myself, for the rest of the Windaily Sports family, we hope you make it a very profitable week 11 of the NFL. <laughs>